You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. It makes me sad to hit this button on this kind of show. Mobile audio stream enabled at tunein.alphageekradio.com Chat room enabled at geek-io.net slash live Geek.io initialized We're geeking out across the globe, so tuck in and hold on to your butts. It's time for the Geek I.O. Show. Geek I.O. Put geek in and geek out. Yes, indeed. Friends. Friends, friends, friends. Welcome to the Geek I.O. Show, episode number 195. Our rant and review of Guardians of the Galaxy, volume 2. It uh, makes me sad because we don't normally play the normal intro on our rate and reviews. Oh, I forgot. Oh. Uh, recorded Thursday, the 11th of May, 2017. I'll give you a break this time, Jazz, because it is, this is in favor of your birthday. Thank you. <gasps> no. I earned that. I earned that for forgetting to make an intro. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> the punishment has been meted. All right. Uh, I am your host, CJ, second first, almost the same as the first, Boat. And I'm Jared. They never told you about your father. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, they did, actually. They told you about him. You just weren't listening. I'm Raul. Can't use the whale, Garza. <laughs> I'm Rachel, and CJ ruins all my fun. Goddamn panda bear. Just say, just do the uh, thing, Gary. Yeah. Do the thing. The thing. <laughs> do the thing that you want to do. You know you want to. I do want to. I'll I'm Carrie you. Poppins, y'all. There you go. <laughs> and I'm Josh, the holder of the Punfinity Gauntlet. There we go. Oh, uh, guys, guys, it is Somebody time. It is time for us once again to dip into the Marvel well and talk about the newest movie. And this time around, it is Guardians of the Trash Pandas, Volume 2. Uh, I brought this up and um, mainly for because it's a new Marvel movie, and we, tip, we try to do these for the new Marvel movies. Um, also, it was Jazz's birthday, and I'm like, hey, this is nice. And he, we were going to go see it together in um, Pensacola, but... Uh, turns out that uh, schedules are difficult when working people try to do things like that. Working people with children. and Yeah. When working people try to do anything fun. Yes, exactly. Right. It's okay. I still when went to Pensacola. Try to not work. Saw it in IMAX. I went to a uh, mall theater, and I don't regret it because, yeah. Yeah, that theater is pretty swanky. Yeah, we went to... Uh, Anybody in the Tampa Bay area, we went to Countryside Mall, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Countryside. Yeah. It made my bottom vibrate. It was fun. Yeah, they had vibrating seats. It was freaking Oh, wow. Oh, you, you went to that? the weird the weird box thing. 
No, it was just vibrating seats. <laughs> okay. That sounds interesting. No, I, I cannot do I cannot do the D box because I get motion sickness way too easily. So but do I. They they have the speakers yeah, underneath the chairs motion. in that one in, in two of the God knows how many theaters. And it just so happens it was in that. So every time you get the deep bass, it would rumble. It was like, ooh, hello. Oh, that's that that's the, the butt kicker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the one where it has a subwoofer underneath the seats. Subwoofer yeah. right in your butt. Yep. We went to one where they have recliners. Yeah, that one's good too. We were gonna go there, but they didn't have a time for it that was convenient for us. So we mm. uh Well now uh, pretty people, much pretty much live in places that have fancy theaters. Pretty much all of Not them around Alabama. where CJ, Josh, Rachel, and I live has the recliners now, like most theaters do. Yeah. Like they should. Yes. And also reserve seating, which I never realized that I didn't, that I missed until we went to this one, which doesn't have reserve seating. And I'm like, oh, dear Ooh. Lord, that's right. I don't know where I'm supposed to sit in here. looks up and goes, what do I do now? <laughs> walk up the just, stairs. There's four seats there. Just pick one. Just pick one. I don't like this. I like order and some kind of semblance of decency in my life. What is this? A Southwest yeah. flight? Um, I actually wanted to go to the draft to the Alamo Draft House because they have reserved seating, and everyone is quiet and they will bounce. Also, alcohol. Yes, yeah. alcohol is always good. But yeah, but no one else wanted to go with me. I should have just gone by myself. Yeah, dude. I mean, if I lived near an Alamo Draft House, I would. That would be the only place that I go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alamo Draft House, CJ um, <laughs> uh, Speaking of Draft House, that's why I saw Beauty and the Beast. Great nice. movie. <clears throat> um, so, right. um, this movie is obviously only be able to be seen in theaters. Um, it came out on May fifth. We saw it on May sixth personally here. Uh, synopsis about the movie given from IMDb is set to the backdrop of awesome mixtape number two guardians of the galaxy volume two continues the team's adventures as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. Uh, we, we have, of course, everybody back from the original movie. Chris Pratt is the star Lord who Zoe Saldana. I'm so glad they didn't redo that joke, by the way, Zoe Saldana as Gamora, Dave Batista as Drax, Vin Diesel as baby Groot. Bradley Cooper as Rocket, Michael Rooker as Yondu, and Karen Gillan. Before we get any too further into this, just a reminder, uh, obviously we are reviewing this entire movie. There will be spoilers. there will be spoilers. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) Yeah, you you are not safe from this point forward. Uh, That being said, I need Mantis. Yes. Right. I, 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 I require a mantis in my life. Granted, I don't get me wrong, I need the tech support of Baby Groot, because let's let's just face it, the I'm watching him see it. Hey, baby's coming. That was like the perfect him... way to open up that movie too. Because yes. he was dancing just like Star Lord did in the original, and it's like, oh, it's a throwback, but it's baby Groot. Yes, Baby Groot makes everything better. And of course, you know, they're getting their asses handed to them, so they hit the floor, and it's like, hi, Groot, you're gonna get hurt! And he's just like... Keep on dancing. Wave, big smiling, dancing along. Drax comes and he stops. Move out of the way. Spit it out. Spit it out. Yeah. Um, speaking of Drax, a little bit of trivia here. Uh, Dave Batista's Drax only took 90 minutes to apply his makeup this time, down from whoop, whoop. hours. <laughs> However, Efficiency. he... Had- 
Yeah, right. He'd have to sit in a sauna at the end of the day to get the makeup off. The poor thing. Oh no! Don't not a sauna. The sauna. The poor I don't think I could handle that life. Uh, according to the visual effects art, uh, artist, Ego's Planet, uh, that that VFX compromised a trillion polygons <laughs> and is considered the biggest visual effect ever made. Not compromised. Compromises. It's made, made is com- of. It's comprised, comprised of. of. I'll put whatever emphasis on whatever syllable I want to. Uh, <laughs> those, uh, th- those polygons are awfully compromised. According to Curtis Pratt, the, the film's script helped him come to terms with the death of, the, death of his father. Aww. Um, yeah. Yeah. M- many sadnesses. Um, and after many rumors, Karen Gillan reprised her role of Nebula, this time without shaving her head. Yep. Oh, that was a ball cap? Yep. Yeah. Nice. It was good mighty impressive cap. for a ball cap. Considering after working in theater for as many years as I did, bald caps are a bitch to make look smooth. That 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 was pretty epic. But then again, look at how much money they had in this film. If they can if they can make Kurt Russell look, you know, thirty years younger. Yeah, they're using that tech. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) tech big time. The president was Michael Douglas, right? Correct. Kurt Russell came on completely aged back and CJ goes, Holy shit, he looks like you. I'm like, I just did it in 80. They, they, they did a really good job of making him look like uh, Snake Plissken slash uh, dude, yeah, they from, did. Uh, dude from Big Trouble in Little China that I can never remember. Yeah. yeah. yeah did, that guy. Did, you, <clears throat> did you guys see the horrifying masks that they made for the stunt doubles that ended up not getting used? No, I did not. No, I did not. Oh, I wonder if I can find a picture of it. Okay, here we go. Here, here we go. <laughs> oh, um, so Google Foo initiated on on Marvel movies with de aging in them. Uh, like I said, I think they, I think they, and this one, right? I think they paid a ton of money for the tech in Ant Man, and are just now like, whenever we can possibly use this, we're going to. We're going to, yeah. I, just I mean, figure it's out why good tech. Why wouldn't they? Uh, Princess Leia didn't look better. Like, why did it look as good as the others? <laughs> Rogue One was okay. Yeah, Leia's was, was all right. Okay. I mean, she Peter Cushing. Old, that's what right. I'm saying. It was all right, but the other three were like, "Wow, wow, that's no, really, no. that looks seamless. Like that totally looks like younger." Yeah. There, there, there was some uncanny valley going on with uh, Cushing. Like yeah, major yeah. uncanny it's, it's, it's valley. CGI. Well, I guess Leia was too, but okay. Leia was first. Split second, is hot. That is just wrong. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to find the. Uh... The mantis ones. Whoa. Ooh. Oh, God. Uh, Ooh. By the way, I didn't take down the girls uh, who played mantis. By the way, uh, I love her. I can't, I, I'm so excited that she mm-hmm. made it through the movie. And she will be back in uh, the next show. And I'm talking since it'll keep me on the main video switch because I have the uh, horrifying masks being shown right now. Dear Lord. I, I think they use that same mask as Green Go- as Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Looks about right. <clears throat> that, is, that is, yes, scary. Very frightening. I'm closing that window now. We know what CJ is going to have nightmares about tonight. <laughs> uh, there is something significantly wrong with the mask maker. Like, hello, did you not see that the chick that you were designing that to look like is hot? 
Yeah. Those uh, are not. <laughs> yeah, they kind of hosed over Zoe. Zoe Saldana on that one. Um, so we got some <laughs> quotes from the movie. Rachel requested. Uh, Ra- Rachel requested to read this one. I am Groot. Can I do a second one? Yes. Can I do all of them? No. But I can't crack my voice as well as you can. I I am Groot. I mean, all I got to do right now is just raise my voice to my normal volume and I'll be able to nail Teen Groot. Hold on. It sounded like you said that in Whale. I am Groot. (laughs) Shit. I didn't... (laughs) So, um, I copied this down here 13 times because he said, I am Groot 13 times in the movie. (laughs) Yes. Is that all? Yes. Huh. And the 13th one is when he's going through puberty at about 13 years old. (laughs) (laughs) These guys know what they're doing. Yeah, it was. Uh, th- I'm fairly sure that was intentional. All right. Um, let's see here. Josh, you're Peter Quill. Raul, you're Yondu. <laughs> you look like Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Hell yeah, he's cool. I'm Mary Poppins, you're all. <laughs> see, you finally got to say it. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, Jazz, you're Craglin. Because I want to hear you say this. Sure. Does that mean What's you're that? Ego, CJ? Yes, I am Ego. What a shock. <laughs> it's a Zune. Everybody on Earth listens to it nowadays. Yeah. Ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha-ha. I don't know. I enjoyed that joke. I was like, yeah, that was a good joke. That was a good joke. That was good. It's nice to see a Zune in space. Zune in space. So only because I live from her, the moon, and I'm directing this show, and I and I live with her. Rachel's going to be Gamora. That means uh, Carrie. No, I want to be Drax. All right, Rachel's Drax. You can be Gamora. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm Gamora. Yes, and I, of course, okay. being me, amigo, I created what I whoa. Quit <laughs> <laughs> fucking with the notes. <laughs> I created what I imagined biological life to be like, down to the most minute. Detail. Did you make a penis? Dude! What is wrong with you? If he's a planet, how could he make a baby with your mother? He would smush her. I don't need to know how my parents... Why? My father would tell the story of my impregnating my mother every winter solstice. That's disgusting! It was beautiful. You earthers have hang-ups. Yes, Drax, I got a penis. Ha! Thank you. And it's not half bad. <laughs> well, clearly not. You have two kids. Right? And scene. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, all right. This first half of the show, we talk about the more of like the back end of things, production, uh, what we think of like the actual cinematography and stuff like that. Um, the second half of the show is where we talk. We're gonna try to limit the amount of time, the amount that we talk about the plot in the movie. Uh, on the top half of the show, does not mean that it is not there, but yeah, this is uh, this is the production side of things. Um, so, I mean, my 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 quote 
at the, my my nickname at top, second verse, almost same as the first, pretty much sums up most of what happened with this movie. Um, they hit the same notes. They hit the same edit points. They went to the same well of music. Um, I mean, everything you liked it in the first one, they're like, hey, we're going to continue to do that in this one because we made a drastic jump when we went to like uh, Thor 1 to Thor 2 and people hated that except for CJ who really freaking liked Thor 2. I like Thor 2 a lot, dang it. We put uh, 2 a lot. I, I love, dude, I love Thor 2. It is like yeah. Lord of the Rings in space. Like, it is freaking I'm fantastic. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the world in general. Yeah, they, they're all wrong about Thor 2 again. I think you're wrong. Yeah, Watch I think... I think they need, yeah. I think they need to go back and rewatch it, especially after watching this and be, this, certainly before Armageddon or uh, Ragnarok, rather. Sorry, uh, same thing. Ragnarok and Armageddon. Yeah, I'm gonna say sorry. Wrong religions. Uh, <laughs> <the> world <laughs> end. Ragnarok <laughs> is basically, you know, the the Nordic Armageddon. So anyway, carry on. Um, certainly, before you go see that uh, Ragnarok, go see, rewatch Lost World. I think you'll like it a lot. Like it is, re- it's really good. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't, Thor Lost World or Two Worlds? It's the Thor Dark the, World. The Dark World. The Dark, the dark, dark world, world. I mean, Thor and Dinosaurs I wouldn't be mad about, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thor and Littlefoot crossing over for the first time. Why did you have to bring that up, CJ? I want to see Thor ride a T-Rex. That would be awesome. Right? What about Thor freedom punching a T-Rex? That's cool, too. But he has I mean, a hammer. Why would he punch it? The uh, Raptors are already honorary members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, so... <laughs> true, true. Star Wars is their, their trainer, so... Yeah. The, the question is, could a T-Rex possibly be worthy? Uh, I um, mean, T-Rex? we a frog be worthy, so, I mean, a T-Rex could be worthy. It just wouldn't do real well because he has little arms, so wielding Nimu exactly. would be like... <laughs> He'd be able to wield That's it, but at the that point, test. he'd just be using Thunderjaw from Pokemon. Like, uh, I can imagine him swinging it around and trying to throw it real hard, though, to try and fly. That would be fantastic to watch. Imagine exactly. it try, trying to pick it up. But <laughs> 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 he just he just call it to him, you know. I have a big head and little yes. arms. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think you thought this through. <laughs> that is such a great movie, by the way. It is. One of the most underrated Disney movies, in my opinion. Yes. But anyway. They had to keep moving forward. Yeah. Always upward. Um. It, it no, but seriously, like I don't understand why everybody's hung up on Thor: to The Dark World. I mean, it is, I mean, it's Lord of the Rings in space. I don't, I don't get it. People liked, people. Did I say Dark? Did I say Dark World or Lost World? Can I forget? <laughs> I Cold. think you said Dark, Dark World. world. You got it that time. You're good. Cold Thor two, that movie about the other world. Yeah, I mean, like it, it, it followed like similar points to Hellboy two, and people loved Hellboy two. Like, ah, but come on, Golden Army, so good. It was, and so was Thor 2. <laughs> I'm not saying Thor 2 is bad. I'm just saying, Hellboy. Oh uh-huh. Yes. There is a lizard in our house. Yay, Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, he uh... is just chilling out on our ceiling. <laughs> right on. I don't know if you can... No, you can't see it, because... 
Is it just I like can't. a small lizard or? Yeah, just like a normal, uh, it's a brown anole, actually. Oh, okay. is yeah, yeah. We're to get these little lizards that crawl all over the place because we're in a subtropical environment. So, like, they just kind of come into the house and eat bugs and just Smile, kinda, friend, you're on the internet. And just kind of yes. freak you out when, uh, when, when you're not paying attention because they always just crawl in the corner of your eye. So it looks like there's, like, a giant spider or something in your wall. <laughs> Oh, you Someone is mean not Jeff? enjoying his 15 minutes of fame. Wave to the internet, oh, Jeff. Oh, but he's so cute. He is adorable, but I don't know how he got in the house, and he's going to have to leave eventually. Hey, well. Most well of maybe he'll eat the bugs while he's in here. Exactly. That's what they do. Those are our friends. So, it, all right. Uh, it actually kind of bugged me a little bit that this movie, production-wise, was just so similar to the first. Like... It, it uh, didn't bother me at all. Uh, okay, I mean, being Wait, said, I know I know Guardians they, they is like your did, favorite movie, but they 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 did back up. It wasn't a Star Lord movie like the first one was. Yep, it was not a Star Lord movie. It the was ensemble was much stronger. Yes. yes, it had a stronger on the sisters on on Nova and Gamora. Yeah, yeah I'm actually the, all, the, all the secondary characters kind of got little backstory arcs to yeah. To follow Drax through. actually improved a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, a lot more Drax and a lot more good Drax. I mean, that being said, everybody's I mean, comfortable in their characters. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's no more like holding back on the characters. Obviously, a good amount of time has progressed, and they actually you know show that and you know let you live the fact that there has been time progressed. I am, not too much time, because it's still 2014, apparently. <laughs> I'm kind of sad that uh, Nathan Fillion's cameo had to be cut. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah, I want to know what that was. He had a cameo? He had a cameo on the first one. Yeah. He was the uh, alien that Groot nostril rooted. In the prison. Lizard, don't go behind there, please. No, no, don't. Damn it. Um, but it's yeah. warm over there. That, I mean, that's that was Nathan Fillion, the one who got nostril rooted by by Groot in the first movie. Well, uh, correct, sir. He was supposed to be in the second one, but they cut it because of time restraints. Because there was a lot going on in this movie. Um, there was a lot going on in this the, movie. The, the pacing was pretty good. A little bit rushed, but still, it was okay. Yeah, it, yeah, did, it was a little uh, slow in the first half and a little rushed in the second half. But yeah, absolutely, like. Made sense the way it went. I mean, with the story they were trying to tell, like I don't, I can't fault them for it, you know. No, and it's hard to fault them for anything in this one because I mean, it's like, all right, yeah, they can. They went back to the first movie on all of the things, but you know, the first movie worked so well, and so, I think that's why we didn't see a lot of like changes in the the production from the first movie is because the first movie was so great it kind of went into the category of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, absolutely. That's 100% what happened with this. And, you yeah. know, and, it, and I mean, just, just from somebody who wanted to see some kind of like evolution to it, there was very little evolution to be had in this. This is uh, a lot like anime filler, right? Absolutely. And I'm not just and I'm not saying on a character level. I'm saying strictly on a production level. I wanted to see some kind of evolution with some of the stuff that they learned from like Civil War and things like that. And all that we really got was Technicolor fire. But that Technicolor fire, though, 
But it was so pretty. It was. I feel like that interdimensional slug, though. (laughs) He was fun. I also feel like there were more gags in this movie compared to the first one, which was pretty much all wit. There was still wit in this one, but there were just a lot more, you know, push button, receive laugh as well. Yeah. Endos. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have we had have we had dick jokes in other Marvel movies yet? Is this the first uh, one with dick jokes? I think uh, no. Avengers flat out say, "Does it have a penis?" Uh, aside- I mean, to be fair, <laughs> Avengers one and four, blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, aside from saying you know, dick and language and things like that, I and mean, yeah, I think this is the first out time that we've had a flat out you know penis actual like penis joke in there. <laughs> Aside from the language. Not that I have a problem with that. I'm just like, wow. Well, All right. <laughs> just go they there. went there. Go for yeah. it. Go for it. Get it. Yeah, and they were like not afraid to show, like, I mean, Drax. Uh, the one character I love the evolution of in this was, Dra- uh, was Drax and Rocket. Like, both of those characters really jumped for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I, I will give them something else on Rocket as well, on trying to stick to the production side. Rocket's animation and... Uh, Everything, pretty much everything related to do with Rocket was a lot more fluid in this one. He looked a lot less, um, yeah, like you just Howard the Duck. He's not real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Cooper. What's his name? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. I want to see their interaction. Bradley Cooper and uh, oh, Ant Man, Paul, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd. Yeah, oh, God, I, no. I am so I am so excited to see uh, Infinity War when the Guardians come to Earth. Like I am so excited to see the the combination of all the characters. Well, what's great is that they put the, I guess the hook in there to like, what's this stuff that's growing out of here? It's from space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably the one thing I felt a little disappointed about. It was like. Oh, we have this thing that's directly affecting Earth. And all why is nobody there? None of the and heroes. Why aren't Why aren't there Iron Man drones scoping out this weird blue, all-consuming crap? Why, you know? why isn't Vision exactly. and Iron Man flying oh. there to check that out? And, and that's pretty much any like shield agents. In, yeah, in some Texas. shield agents show up. Anything. The, the Dairy Queen next like to the now. woods. Yes, Dairy Queen in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's every Dairy Queen outside of a major city. Yeah, Basically, that's every Dairy. Every Dairy Queen ever, pretty much. The one I work yeah, at. Yeah, because even spiky. the one that's up on Long Island in New York has a forest right next to it. Yeah, and, and I like that they aged the Dairy Queen, too. Like, it was yes. a, you know, a Dairy Queen to well, begin I mean, with. Well, let's be fair. DQ, Grill and Chill. It was a small town present. Dairy Queen. That thing was probably an institution. It was. <laughs> look, look. Uh, my mom that's is from Centronel. town hall. <laughs> my mom's from Centronel, which is this tiny little town in Alabama. And they had a Dairy Queen. And it was the only pretty much fast food place they ever had until they got a Subway. And the Dairy Queen still stands today. It has been there my whole life and for before. The Subway did not fare so well. (laughs) Yes, There's a city down here that has a Dairy Queen and a Dairy Cream. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of, like, little mom-and-pop ice cream stores that are like, yay, you guys were totally not Dairy Queen. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, Norman's got a... Or not Norman, uh... Okima's got a Dairy Boy. (laughs) Similar to, but legally distinct from... Dairy (laughs) Queen. Dairy Boy. Uh, But, yeah, so, I mean, that's something... 
that I, I love that like Ro- Rocket's animation was just a lot more fluid, a lot less like it was just looking at a char- at, a, at a CG character, especially like the, the facial models and the eyes particularly yes, when they the were eyes zoomed did in. Not look- weird and dead like they did in a couple of the scenes in Guardians. And yes, I rewatched Guardians recently, and when they focused on Rocket's Rocket's face, yeah, the eyes did kind of look weird and dead. Uh, I thought that... Yondu had a lot lot more character in this one. Uh, Yeah, we're Yondu. Uh, We'll we'll talk more about Yondu in the second half of the show. I was really mostly because I'm going to cry if we start talking about Yondu, and I don't feel like crying yet. I was also really impressed with the makeup and not just Drax, even though he's the obvious example, but like looking at Gamora and the finely traced lines on her face and like Nebula's little cybernetic things. Really nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, until I read that trivia, I did not know that she did not just shave her head again. So, I mean, good, good on the, the makeup department, like seriously. And going from four hours per day to 90 minutes, like we finally streamlined that it, Took us two, two. Yeah. Did they have drills? <laughs> I'm sure they did. Like they just practice on a on a uh, a random Bautista sized person. Ballistics dummy. <laughs> Bautistic dummy. <laughs> yes, exactly. I didn't know Sylvester Stallone had a cameo in this movie. Uh, I had a cameo. I, I didn't. I, I still like, even though I am a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. I still have no idea what his character is supposed to be, and the reference at the end of the movie that they're going to be doing like a weird out uh, out loud for freaking uh, Ravagers spinoff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm still unsure. Yeah. I know there was like, oh yeah, it's the original Guardians crew. Wait, wait, wait who? What? Because no. <laughs> Yondu is an original Guardian. Like, well, it was that, but then it was like. Uh... You know, Ving Rhames and uh, uh, what's her name? Another semi-famous person who did a cameo. God dang it, what's her name? The gold, she was golden, and then the robot that was voiced by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> like, and uh, wait, what? And freaking Lex Luthor was in there. The diamond guy was Michael yep. Rosenbaum. Like that's apparently the original Guardians team from when the Way first original when. Guardians comic. Way back, like a hundred years ago. Well, I like, you guys Yondu. so much. Minus Yondu because you know. Yeah, though they yeah. did give Yondu his original his original look, which yes, made yes. the actual Vin. that made me happy. I saw that. Well, and I, I, that was out. Rachel looked at me and like, "That's his original <laughs> look. You don't understand." That's well, no, authentic. I, I knew that, but it was the fact that you and I had discussed previously that we were both annoyed that they didn't give him his, you know, mohawk. Because yeah, that was one of the things that you and I were bitching about the first the, the first um, ouch movie, and it was like, oh well, you know, he's still a dick. It worked. It, it wasn't <laughs> the end of the world. He was just enough dick that you really wanted to like him, but you really wanted to hate him at the same time. Speaking of, you weren't dicks, quite sure which way you wanted to go. Speaking of dicks, I'm kind of glad they didn't revisit the John C. Riley and Novacore. Um, well, again, I'm glad we kind of pushed past that. Yeah. Although yeah. I would like to have seen a like quote unquote real Nova Corps, like a Richard Ryder or something along those lines pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely. I think that would have been pushing it a little bit too far. Did you see the other um, foul cameo? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I we, saw we, Howard. We need to rent like, review that movie. I'm done. I just can't. No, we AJ, will not be I told you. They just need to remake Howard. I, I would be so freaking happy if they remade no, Howard the Duck. I think, you are, I think you are remembering that movie all wrong. That Hold movie on. was perfect I, the I way it was. Done no. and over with. Yeah, it is, Yeah, exactly. It is perfect in the way that it was. And the trash can <laughs> done. On, we, need to, we need to rent and review nope. Howard the Duck next time. No. No. Look, I don't have enough alcohol in my fridge to survive that movie again, okay? <laughs> I've never seen it, so... Yeah, Rachel, okay, here. You're not missing of, much. Uh, here, hold on. i got to pull up my camera here one second because I don't know where my camera's aiming. Hold on. Uh, yeah, Rachel, friend, uh, for, a gag gift, for a gag gift, got me Howard the Duck for Christmas last year because she knows, right she knows my absolute loathe and detestation of So now her. it stares at you every day. Yes. <laughs> yes. It Watching. Waiting. It was Michelle Yeoh was the name I was trying to remember. Ah. She was uh, Alita Ogord. Yeah, um, I mean, I am kind of glad that they threw out that original Guardians, but I don't know if they were going to try and do a spinoff of it or not. By the way, five after credit scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a bunch of those. Lord, <laughs> it's a, a Marvel movie. But the thing yeah, is, that's... five, five. <laughs> that is insane. Wait, what? I missed the whole sentence. Damn it! Much. Technically, they were during credit scenes. Yeah. Except for one. S- s- some of them were great because, I mean, we did get angsty, prepubescent Groot. Yeah, they were all which, enjoyable. I had a, yeah, no that was actually. I'm not saying they were for, bad. For a mid credit scene, that was something I felt actually touched on a nice bit of development yeah. in the team that they didn't really talk about was the fact that that entire exchange between Peter Quill and angsty teenage Groot, Rocket was not there. Yeah, nope, Peter was completely understanding. Him. Everything Groot was saying. Yeah, so and I kind of loved to that. Why? Like, don't I, I you backtalk me? Clean your never, room. Because that's exactly how Groot operates. They never explain the reason why certain people can understand him. But I'd be fascinated if it was his now god powers or what that he touched into that allows him to actually understand Groot. Yeah, but I think they all kind of understand Groot now, don't they? Because isn't there like a point where he says something and, and Gamora responds to him? Without... When she's a baby, when he's a baby in the very beginning scenes, Gamora does respond to him. Well, that's just because I think no, a I lot of it is. Or something, yeah. it, it, it's it got to have like something to all, do with... They've all been around him for a while. They're, they're understanding yeah. his it, language. It's, it's some kind of connective thing with Groot just being Groot. Yeah, I mean, if they ever touch on his planet, I mean, that's kind of a I, thing with him. Well, is... That's in the comic, isn't it? There, there wasn't a comic that... I thought Rocket was just kind of like, Oh, hey, yeah, th- th- that's funny. No, ba- basically what, what happens with Groot is he is actually speaking normally for himself, but the way his his throat basically works is every sound he makes is so subtle. All we as regular human beings hear is I am Groot, but it's all in the different intonations and exact pacing of those particular tones hmm. that he is actually speaking things. Yeah. Groot is actually canonically in the comics a super phenomenal, ridiculous, genius level intelligence. Well, it's because he's but, a prince. He's the prince of his planet. 
and exactly like, that's never touched on because so he has like a crazy like education for his people but it's basically like i mean he's a trent so they do things at their own pace so i mean it, it's kind of touching at that lore and that's then that's something that's always been kind of a thing with him is he's kind of loosely i say loosely based on the tolkien trends and yeah so when he's talking it's just they're finally be starting to parse the way the nuances of his actual speech patterns work. Rocket yeah. was the first to you know, display that capacity because he had been with Groot the longest. But that end credit scene showed that uh, you know, Peter was actually starting to get a little bit of you know, understanding the nuances as well. And I thought that was a real nice you know, development. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was, that was really, really good. Um Actually, why don't we, and mainly because I need to get something else to drink because my throat is really killing me, why don't we take a quick break here and um, we'll be right back and we are going to discuss the actual, like, what you probably want to hear, which is storyline discussion. All the spoilers! And all of the spoilers. Dun, dun, dun! Uh, so for the music this week, I couldn't find a uh, another Hamilton cover that we have permission to play yet. I'm working on it. Sorry, Jazz. Try to get one for your birthday. I'm working on it. Uh, okay. um, but I wanted to, and I don't remember if I played this one, but if I did, oh well, I really like it. I'm going to play Jonathan Young's cover of Strike Back, the 16th opening for the anime fairy tale. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. <laughs> Oh, I will keep on burning. Oh, no one can 
Turn on my microphone again. That usually helps. <clears throat> so, welcome back. <coughs> uh, it was Jonathan Young's cover of Strike Back from Fairy Tale. Rocking as always. So, it's, uh, it's that time, you guys. We talk about the actual sh- the meat of the show here. And feelings and whatnot. All of oh. the all right. Um, so this movie could always tell the uh, anybody in the in the in the audience with daddy problems because they were all bawling <laughs> their freaking eyes out, myself included. <laughs> it was uh, it got rough, man. Yeah, they they, they kind of pulled a Pixar there. And, oh yeah, and snuck Just in some bit. like some some themes and and some emotional moments. I mean, it didn't quite hit me super hard as most. Didn't hit me as effectively as most Pixar movies do, but props to him for, for you know taking some themes about family and what family is, and, hey, so and toxic relationships, and yes, etc. The woman who plays Mantis, yeah, is French, huh? Born in Quebec, but she is not Canadian. Her father was a diplomat, huh? She does not have double nationality. She's like, I'd love to be French and Canadian. But I only have the French nationality. And man, is she a gorgeous woman without makeup on. She's gorgeous in Mantis's makeup, but holy crap. <laughs> She's beautiful. Yes. She <laughs> is gorgeous. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, I, I am. Uh, between her, Carrie Gillum, and, and, and Zoe Saldana, I. I so, just, just hello. We in there like swimwear. <laughs> Um, Sorry, so, yeah, I'm girl I mean, crushing. The one, I mean, the the carry on. Obviously, the big line of you know, I may not have been your father, but I was your daddy. Just like that was, just, yeah, hey, boy. <laughs> which uh, <laughs> which something I should have mentioned uh, at the top. The Katie just reminded me. Uh, Yondu's a bum bum Alabama connection. He's from yeah. uh, from Jasper, Alabama. There you go. Alabama boy. So I'm going to throw CJ just under the bus here because this is what I do because that's what wives do. 
going to talk about me crying? I just admitted yes. that I bawled yes. my freaking eyes out. No, because I came from a freaking broken home. Yes, I bawled my eyes out at this fucking movie. But like, it wasn't just one time. It was like six times over the course of the end of the movie. And I'm like, yes, oh they my know God. how to punch you right in the feels multiple times. Yeah, like, like even our son was sitting on the end going. <laughs> James Gunn like borrowed money, went to went to uh, John Lasseter and be like, "We need some of your writing." <laughs> right? Uh, John Lasseter. <laughs> Why did you make me cry all the time? Shut up! Why do you hate I'm me? Not, I'm not crying. You're crying. I had onion in my popcorn. I I, I will say the the whole the whole father aspect thing didn't really hit me as hard because I love my dad to death. He, I think he's at, he might actually still be watching this right now. Hi, uh, dad. So, Hi dad, dad. Love you. Um, but he's the reason I'm such a phenomenal geek. He has comic books upon comic books upon comic books. And he was always explaining the stories and the, you know, the, the characters and whatnot to me. And, Half the reason I love the movies as much as I do, and especially the recent Marvel movies, is because it was actually a continuation of a tradition my dad and I had growing up, where my mom would host a Tupperware party, and he and I would go catch a movie. Because why would we want to hang around the house while That's mom was awesome. t- trying to sell Tupperware to other you know, moms? So we'd go catch a movie, and we carried that on all the way up through when I moved down from Ohio. And so... It was just always a real fond memory. And so every time, you know, I go see a Marvel movie now, I got to think about, you know, okay, dad would really love this part. You know, Uh, dad could tell me exactly what's up with this character, you know. And so usually when I go see one and I haven't had the chance to do so yet with this one, because, you know, we're both working people. (laughs) Uh, But like. I, I know he would have loved this movie. I, he probably, you know, adored everything, caught more more little nods than I did. But I, you know, really can't wait to talk to him about it because that's just that's our thing. And so, like hey. the the dad scenes didn't hit me as hard, but I could still appreciate them because I have so many fond memories of my own father that it's like, you know, okay, this guy is finally getting to experience what it means to have that kind of connection that I have. And it, I, I'll, I'll divulge. My father is currently fighting multiple myeloma in his spine. Um, so it's been a rough year. So hearing, see, seeing all of this with Yondu becoming the dad that Star-Lord has always wanted, him finally having that connection of, you know what? I may not have thought of you as that growing up, but you know what? That is exactly what you were for me. Yeah. My dad was never there when I was growing Well, he was there and he wasn't there. My parents divorced when I was seven. So he was there. My father taught me to read. My father actually just bought my our daughter the books that he and I read when I was a little Aww. girl. Aww. So that's our plan for the summer, but I digress. When my dad was there, he was there. When Yondu was there, he was there. He was always defending him, always backing him, always supporting him in his own Yondu way. And it was even that in the first one with the freaking troll. Yes. Right. And the fact that they went and did the callback to all the little things that Star-Lord, that Peter Quill had brought to Yondu, including the troll. 
that's when I lost it because it was all these little memories that he had kept over the years of Peter's growing up. And that hit me as, holy crap, you know, he may not have been the best father. He may not have been attentive or really very loving, but in his own way, he was always there. He was always supporting. He was always caring. He was still there. fact that he still had all these stupid little tchotchkes <laughs> proved it and the freaking treasure troll and i remember the smile at the end of the movie of the first one and i remember looking at cj and going yeah that, that, that's a <laughs> hi dad i love you yeah but screw uh, you it, it's nice that he kind of it seems that they definitely had that kind of thought going through from the beginning yeah because you can see you know how Yandu it's defended him, and knew that he was gonna, you know, swap out a swap out the Infinity Stone and not give it to him. Yeah, they ain't never tried Terran before. <laughs> I had to oh, I kept were, it because you could get into little things. Right. Yeah, all, all those... with, uh, oh, that was a joke, man. Come on. When he hits you with the, well, I saw what he did to all those other boys that I brought him. I wasn't about to let him do that to you. And you could get into small spaces. Like, he has to cover it up, like, be big manly man, not the, you know, I kind of started favoring for you. Exactly. Aww. Yeah. Yondo knows what's up. Make me cry, yeah. damn it. Here's another fallen moment. Yondu and Rocket. Yes. Oh, man. That was unexpected, but delightful. Right? Yeah, it, it felt almost a little too on the nose for me, though. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I liked it, but it was just like... It was too spelled out. I wanted something more subtle, but it okay. seemed it sort of seemed like he was at the end of his rope there. Like he's been wanting yeah. to express himself this way for a while, but the thing is, he can't do that to Peter. He can't do that to the other Ravagers because they need him alive. And yeah. so yeah, he but... sees Rocket going down the same path that he did, and it just kind of sets him off. Right. Yeah, that's cool. And and any time we get Rocket and Yondu together is. That's good. Good times. Oh, and Rocket's a freaking badass. <laughs> that, 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 that scene where they're in that room of honors. Uh, so good. Yes. It was, that was insane. I, like, I, I freaking, I mean, Rocket really stole the show in this one, more so than even in the first one, in my opinion. Nope, like, nope. The show title goes to Baby Groot. Well, why, no, watching Baby it. Especially right. the preteen. No, no, I mean, and that, I mean, no, I still, I still like Rocket more. Watching him go from, you know, this badass who don't take no shit from nobody to this surrogate father, and watching him, uh, I'm not <clears throat> losing. I'm losing one friend already. I refuse yeah. to lose two. Yeah, wa- right. watching, watching this stupid trash panda actually become, you know, a oh, trash panda made me cry. Character, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was. It was beautiful and brutal at the same time. Like I kind of yeah. wish they they would do a call. They they would have done a callback to him. I need this, 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 and that. They kind of did with the eye. Yeah, they, they kind of did. Yeah, he's gonna wake up tomorrow and not know where his eye is. <laughs> 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 it's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> also, it's kind of worth mentioning that Groot got a huge character moment in the towards the end of the first movie with. You know, yeah. him sort of losing it we on the Cree and then the We Are Groot. And so I feel like it was other characters' turns to get the really deep Correct. growth. 
that's the reason why they didn't have Groot become the grown up that he was before. Like, I, I honestly think that that's the reason why they held him back. Yeah. So instead, we get backstory on Yondu, and I, I could have dealt without him being stupid. Though. Rocket, we get to explore Gamora and uh, Nebula. Nebula. Yeah, this is the darkest Frozen story that I've ever heard. Right? <laughs> For real. <laughs> I needed a sister. You just wanted I a, needed a sister. I, you were I will in there say that felt just a little forced. Yeah. Yeah, a little, but like yes, it, it was nice it. development to see, but it it's that that seemed more on the nose than the Rocket Yondu thing. But see, Gamora and Nebula remind me of me and my sister. It's quite literally the light and the dark. And we've always had that horrible... Ba- CJ will attest this. We've always had that horrible... We have to one-up each... Well, more so. My sister has to one-up me all the time. Or try to. Oh, my life is so much better. My life is so great. I had everything. You had not. And the other sister's just going, Sure. I'm just going to do my thing. Kick your ass and then move on. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really liked it. Yeah, it did. I mean, you're right, Raul. It did kind of feel little frozeny. Like, but then Gamora refuses just to let her go. Yeah. And then she returns the favor. <laughs> we don't discuss this. I'm a bit sad that we did that. They cut the uh, the Gardens of the Galaxy quote. Like, I'm a little I'm a little upset that they cut that line. <laughs> Which one? The you just wanted to be a Garden of the Galaxy. I missed that. It's a, it was in all the trailers. Oh, I'm sad that they cut it from the the actual movie. That fruit's not ripe. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, that, that that joke you could see the setup for it was it's going. A friend of yeah. mine complained about this. He's like, some they just took the jokes too far. I was like, no, no, that that, that was perfect. Like the fruit thing that just went kept going on forever. I don't pay off. Not ripe yet. It's not ripe yet. And she just flips it over her shoulder like, shit, she was right. Yeah, see, that was really clever. Changing, making fun of Rocket constantly. All the different things they called him. You're the fox, the rat. Squirrel! Trash panda. panda. Don't call me a raccoon. (laughs) Yeah, space monkey was good. That was really good. Triangle face monkey. Triangle face space. uh, Yeah, that was great. May I pet your puppy dog? May I pet your angry puppy? <laughs> angry puppy dog is so cute that I could die. <laughs> there's, oh, there's, there's the crossover. If we couldn't there, get any perfect. deeper, if you couldn't get any deeper, the conversation between Mantis and Drax. Oh, oh my god. You are disgusting. You are utterly revolting. <laughs> but that's oh, good. I thought he does the fake like trying to gag thing. I I am picturing being with you in a sexual <laughs> manner. I was like, oh, did you really have to go there? <laughs> Well, I mean, that, that, that's Drax, though, is the thing. They don't do yeah. metaphors. Yeah. Everything is literal to them. So, And then that ultimate, no, it is good that you are disgusting. Because My if you were beautiful, then you wouldn't yeah. be able to trust someone who truly loved you. And I was like, oh. You know who your real friends Drax are. I was deep as fuck, man. <laughs> I loved it because it's always this like jokey, jokey, funny thing, and then something like oh, really deep and in, in, into the and, point. And that was the thing is, like, hey, wait a minute, 
Like, he's got deep on it. Had a lot of great little moments all throughout the movie as soon as her character was introduced. Yeah. Like you when have they were a just sitting there. Desire. When they were just oh, sitting okay. there on that steps looking out and nothing outwardly looked all that wrong with Drax, but when she went to read him, she just started weeping and it's like Yes. How much is she keeping bottled up? Yeah. Um, the answer is all of it. All of it. And I mean, remember, he's not his wife and daughter. Yeah. yeah. And when so he's he watching holding that, he's the only one that actually knows what a father is. Mm-hmm. Like, Baby because Groot. he's the only one who's been a father. And the fact that no, he no. hates the tree. He hates the tree, but he's sitting there petting baby Groot and putting yeah. him to sleep. You're going to go, oh, God, he's got a heart under there, too. <laughs> no, I enjoyed how they are all kind of the caretakers of baby Groot. Yeah. Looking out for him. It's not just Rocket anymore. Raising, raising And he, he's, like, reaching out for Gamora, and he cuddles into her, and you go, oh, God. <laughs> I could sleep on those boobs, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wait, what? Uh-oh. Isn't there a story like this? Because um, Eagle would transform himself into different races, right? They, they uh, no, never ex- expressly state that. But one would imagine he would have had to, but... The the Celestial, I mean, the Celestials have kind of always known what humans are. So, I mean, it, it, when it comes to Celestials, like, human is the is the main point. So he might not have been other races. But he showed himself it's, as other races. You know, Josh, you know a lot about the Guardian storyline. Uh, are you, am I the only one sad that they did not actually get into what Taserface's actual race is? <laughs> know what I'm talking about, right? Because he uh, the classification of Great Balchinian. No. He is a Starkian from the planet Stark. And no, it's not just a coincidence that its name is that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but CJ, think right? about the callback that I just did. I know what you did, but I'm stating Taserface is actually a canonical character and he is a Starkian from the planet Stark. And what that was is a Stark missile got launched into space and it just wound its way to this planet and these and these creatures started worshipping it like the Planet of the Apes obelisk and they named <laughs> it after the one name on the on the missile, which was just Stark. <laughs> oh god. As if the man awesome. needed a reason to have a bigger ego. He's a god on one planet. I, and, the, and he fits with their naming scheme. Yes. I'm so sad they did not get into what race he was. Just kind of you don't need to pass it on, just you know, yeah. Uh, back on Stark, all of our people named themselves as such. Like maybe maybe for Infinity Wars. Yeah. Maybe. Well, no, maybe. I don't I don't know if he'll be around for Infinity Wars. No, it's true. No, it's not <laughs> he kinda did. He's floated. He's floated, He's floated. in space. Tell them he was taken down by Jason. <laughs> <laughs> You giggle like a girl way too well. Oh, man. Oh, what name am I going to name myself? It's kind of like a spin on what the, what the uh, Gallifreyans do from Doctor Who. 
So, I mean, it, so it felt kind of that as well. Um, because, I mean, the Galifrans don't really have names. They just have titles. Okay. So, so of course, I had to go and, like, Google it because I'm like, wow, okay, I want more information. He is an advanced <laughs> Would you like, would you like to know more? The being known as Taserface came from a planet inhabited by primitive beings. One day, yep. a cache of armor and technology created uh-huh. by Tony Stark wound up on their planet. A Stark the rocket. Yes. Yep. The inhabitants quickly adapted themselves to the new technology, calling themselves the Stark after their idol. Yep. They proceeded to misuse their newfound gifts to conquer other planets. Yep. Taserface <laughs> was deployed to the planet Korg to keep an eye on it and continued and ended up fighting the Guardians of the Galaxy. After his defeat, he was tortured by his species and his name taken from him. Now he goes by the Nameless One and his hatred for the Guardians grew. Dun, dun, dun. And then it continues on. He pleads mercy to the High Sister for redemption and is given upgrades. He'll return with the name Overkill after being transformed into a cyborg. So he may very well be back. I would be completely okay with uh, this. He could get with Lady Adam Warlock. uh, Oh, good. I wasn't the only one who was thinking that. No, I knew knew her name and I knew her name like off the bat. I'm like, oh, are they is this how they're going to introduce Adam Warlock? Is he going to be a weird lady in this one instead of, you know, a guy? Nope. Oh, oh, that's Adam Warlock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they had that, 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 was was, that out pretty clearly. You can ask Gary. I was really excited to see that end credit yeah. scene because, you know, we're getting closer to the Infinity War here, and I'm like, there's a major player missing here. Yeah. Where is Adam Warlock? <laughs> Oh, can we talk real quick on what his plan was during Infinity War? Who's Adam Warlock's grand plan <laughs> in the comic was just to have everyone distract they, uh, Thanos enough for the Silver Surfer to go at light speed and grab the gauntlet. Yeah, nobody ever said that. I mean, Adam Warlock doesn't have the mind gem. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was his. I, that was his plan. He's not, just the, to, he's like, not the sharpest tool in the crayon box. This got this they have, also got dark real quick. Clearly, what they need to do for the actual battle with Thanos is have Paul Bettany just uh, <laughs> do his Chaucer thing. <laughs> well, they do need a strategist with clearer vision. So, yes. Roll credits. Yeah. Um. Uh, Too bad. <laughs> Holy crap! Talk about a uh, bombshell. Ego. Yeah. He's also got some serious uh, anger issues. Ego problems. <laughs> Clearly, the penis is not big enough. <laughs> I, I still think Carrie made the best joke when we were uh, coming home from the movie when we saw it last week. He really should have been called Id. <laughs> yeah. It's true. This is very true. I, I believe we had the similar conversation, CJ. We did, yes. Like I said, there's a reason we get along so well. Disappointing. Right. Like, he's so not ego. It doesn't work for me. It would have been so much better. I mean, I suppose he's ego in the conventional definition rather than the psychological definition. Yeah, but see, I'm a psych 
person. So yeah, yeah. remember, ego was created back in the seventies, and not by people who followed science so much. So you know, it made sense that he's just an egomaniacal person. Get and it? That, that's playing. the road that they're going with it because that's exactly what it is. The world has to, the worlds in this case, literally have to revolve around him. So. Oh, what'd you think of his uh, material materialization in, in 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 the core? I liked it. It was good. Like I, it, it was a little bit um, nightmare theory. A little bit nightmare fury where he's coming from skeleton and you see all the yeah. I think that was kind of the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was absolutely the point. Is we uh. We are not supposed to like this guy. I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed Peter's reaction though. Like that was that for once we felt like we got a genuine reaction from somebody in in one of these like when, when he reveals movies. like what what he <laughs> when did. I put that tumor in her brain. What? Yeah, just but no, no further questions. questions. Uh, what? What? what unload my lasers into your into nope. all of you? Just, just completely straight. disintegrate you. Going to slide lock on a weapon that doesn't even have physical ammunition. <laughs> Let's see. I figured out his problem. When he's walking along there, this is why he's angry. He can't rematerialize the penis because he acknowledged it. (laughs) Penis only exists when you do not acknowledge it. (laughs) The penis. I mean, think about it. As he's walking and materializing, there, there, there is muscle that grows, but that doesn't grow. And that's all it is. There's no bone. Clearly, he didn't have water. That was his problem. All of his anger lied in the fact that he had no penis. Penis, 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 penis. <laughs> How many times can we say penis this episode? Yeah, right. So, and Dale's right. Like, he had like hundreds, maybe thousands of offspring, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw the pile of bones. Thousands. Yeah, we, we saw the bone pile. There was yeah. lots. <laughs> the pile of dead babies. Aww. Oh, they've made it even worse than it already was. <laughs> was he? They made him super bad, like in two seconds. Oh yeah, man. They made him like, oh, he's cool. He's playing ball with an energy ball. That was Peter. Uh, I don't know. The whole time, I just that had this scene broke my heart. In the, in the yeah, my yeah. Like, you knew something bad. was going to flip. I'm like, this is going to really? be bad. Really, are the well, perfects going to be like their big bad? I mean, well, they need first something- of all. You've got him talking about flowers, flowers, quote unquote, spreading across the galaxy. And then the next thing you know, he shows up and everything about him is religious imagery and egg symbolism. Yep. Yes, there was lots of egg symbolism. Jesus egg. Uh, yeah. Um, wee little man. <laughs> Oh, I, I really like how they actually acknowledged the whole skin is the same thickness from the inside as it is from the outside. <laughs> right. Yeah, and Drax just jumps right in. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I love and that. I, it, I, hey, look, I did it! Oh. It, it's Peter, of all people, who just points it out. Like, you wouldn't expect, I mean, you would expect that out of Rocket or Gamora. Like, Peter's I the one. Who's you, oh, we're, we're using guns now? Oh yeah, <laughs> so it's just like your thing was swords and my thing was guns. I guess I guess we're both using guns now. Yeah. Or I'm on Rocket's side. No, 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 no. Yeah. 
can, can we also just briefly acknowledge the fact that Gamora picked up and used the freaking gun <laughs> off of a spaceship? Like yes. it was nothing. That was awesome. Just like it was nobody's business. Just straight up and just. <sighs> this is mine now. Oh, look! It's big! Oh, look, it's really big! Yeah, that's like the Gamora moment that we needed. Yeah. Because up to that point, oh. she'd done some cool fighting. Gamora holding a giant gun. You just forget that how Perfect dream for me. and powerful she actually is. Uh, yeah, I absolutely. like, uh, uh, what's, what's her name? Uh, Nova, when she gets hugged by, uh, by Gamora, and she Nebula. doesn't know how to react. Yeah, she just kind of freezes. <laughs> Yeah, this is her first hug ever. Like, kind of looked like when you put a harness on a cat. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, just that moment was was pretty great. Uh, bad right. moment. So, uh, let's say we go ahead and uh, rate this bad boy here, shall we? The rating part of the segment where the show where we take. This movie, and we rate it on a scale from zero to ten in half points. It is our Tito scale. Training is in the outback. If you have a half point, you have to tell us if it's the top half or the bottom half of the training. We're gonna and go. We need to know why. With newest lady first, Carrie. Oh God. Um. I'm going to go with. Do we? Are we explaining the whole rating or just number and then move on? Kinda, Twitter length. Eh. And we kind of—I mean, we—I say that, but none of us pay attention to that. So we just kind of go, you know, because of this. Depending on if you want to explain it or not. Okay. Um, a lot of fun. Had a great time. Kind of wish they'd not relied so much on some of the stupider gags. So nine out of ten. All right. And Josh. Uh. I'm going to be slightly more generous with a 9.5 uh, upper side because I do agree that some of the stupider jokes like the Snapchat filter 700 jump spree of faces <laughs> yeah. being stretched out was, was real stupid. Good. It was kind yeah. of entertaining with it ending with baby group puking, but I mean, it is a puke joke. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that took 12 but, but That makes it even better because how was a tree puking? <laughs> it was sap. Yeah, it was sap. And uh, that's that's like the only it. reason it was remotely entertaining was the sheer preposterousness of the fact that we have a tree vomiting. But yes. I, I'm not too crazy about puke jokes, fart jokes, dick jokes, that kind of thing. I yeah. mean, I will still unfortunately laugh at them because of societal conditioning, but <laughs> I, I don't you know, like I, that's not my favorite form of humor. I like some of the other jokes, like the fact that the planet full of robot hookers was named Contraxia, like contract a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> yes. That was a really perfect. subtle, brilliant joke. Everything's perfect. I love the fact that the Stan Lee cameo in this movie was him talking to the freaking Watchers. Watchers. Oh my god. And then walking away from him. Also, <laughs> right? His last, so, probably his last cameo. Yeah. Probably, and apparently yeah, he's but that was the th- character in every movie. Yeah. Well, the, the, that's the thing, is like this cameo was like him somehow apparently having either experienced all of these separate, you know, instances, you know, 
throughout like lifetimes or something like that, or he just literally held this many jobs. <laughs> yeah. He's always a, there, including a weird Playboy on a on a foreign planet, uh, <laughs> right? Richard. So, but yeah, I mean, I Tony I Stan. went to the movie to be entertained. I went to the movie to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and from the moment they started playing Mister Blue Sky and having Baby uh, Groot dancing his tiny little wooden ass off, oh, I was sold. It was a great movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm going to buy it when it comes out, and I'm going to watch it several more times. So, absolutely, uh, Rachel. Oh come on! Like you have to ask me. I do have to ask you. I am. I would give it a perfect ten, but there were a couple things that irked me. Not not even gonna go into them because they're not major things, but you know, one or two things, uh, four or five things. We, we need to talk. So it's going to be a nine point five for me, and it All has right. to be the top because there was way too many females with pretty nipples, and of course, dresses sensitive nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my yeah. nipple. I have sensitive nipples. <laughs> and that was what I wanted to say, and CJ wouldn't let me in the opening. Could have said pretty nipples. You're right. All right, Raul. Okay. Um, I enjoyed this movie a whole lot. The pacing kind of bothered me that it felt kind of rushed, kind of slow. Yep. Rushed. Um, I'm going to give this a 9.5 top half. All right. Because of nipples, because right? <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie. The freaking video game that they used to control the ships. All right. That was great. I'm like, oh, wait, they can't kill people. Oh, wait, they just threw like six Ravengers out the airlock. Uh, Jazz. All right. So. Everybody keeps saying this, like, eh, it's just more of the same. Oh, it was cynically made. Oh, it was made. Dude, what were you expecting, okay? You went in to see a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You got classic rock juxtaposed against sci-fi action adventure. You got more Drax being over-literal. You got more Rocket being, you know, snarky little snarky man and, and... and gave all these characters secondary moments. And yeah, there's lots of the same thing, but it's a Guardians movie, okay? That's what you go there to see. So, so stop whining about it being the same thing. And, oh my gosh. And, and, they, and even then, they, they, they did things that no Marvel movie has done yet. They freaking killed a character, okay? <laughs> Somebody actually died and stayed dead. Uh, that wasn't, you know, somebody's backstory. Exactly. No, um, in, uh, in in Avengers, yeah, Quicksilver. Um, Quicksilver dies. Somebody and who was in a previous the, movie died. The main character <laughs> died. Ooh, shots fired. And they, and they did it, you know. And it was it was really really good. And I kept yeah. Ever since Saturday, like the whole after I watched, it, I was like, did I like it better than the first one? I I can't decide. Did I like it more? Did I, I mean, I definitely liked it as much as, but was it better? And you know, it gave us more of everything that was that we loved, and it gave us new things. It gave us new locations. It gave us gave us new characters. It expanded the ones we loved. Had an interesting villain. And you know what? It was a freaking perfect movie. I'm giving it ten. Oh jeez! Oh, oh. shots fired! Oh, I feel like boy. a stingy jerk now. And uh, oh no, okay. there's a reason why it's I okay. went last, my friends. All right, buckle in. 
I'm going to better call Saul season three, episode one, this shit. All right. So everything that jazz said is correct. However, everything that he said is also a negative on this movie. Boo. Well, I wanted more evolution out of this movie. I do not go to a sequel expecting to see the same thing. This is a problem that I had with Rogue One after I've seen it twice, and even Episode 7 after I've seen it several times as well. When you beat that same drum, that same note, begins to sound aesthetics that they kind of beat the drum on, not story. It wasn't like like, uh, Episode 7 where they just straight up redid freaking... A new hope. Yes, they evolved the story because it's not thirty years before, thirty years after. If they would have been, I can guarantee it would have just been the same goddamn story. What I'm saying is, I expected more out of this. I love the new stuff that we got. Don't get me wrong, I love the new stuff that we got. But man, when we are just hitting that same note over and over again, it just starts to sound a little brown. Um. I'm not going to say I hated it because I freaking loved this. I cannot wait for it to come out. However, my job here is kind of being the film nerd because that's what I do. And the film nerd in me is kind of irritated at a little at some of the just the rec- record scratch. Remember, remember, this is what happened in the first movie. You liked it then. You're going to like it now, right? Record scratch done. 15 minutes later, record scratch. Remember, this is what happened in the first movie. You liked it there, right? This is going to happen again. Record scratch done. That happened Far too many times. Now, when I, it could be the fact that I just recently rewatched Guardians, so like that's still brand freaking fresh in my head. Okay, but I watched Guardians on a I can, I can basis. Only go with what I'm given on this. I'm going to be the lowest score on here, and I'm going to give it only an eight point five. <laughs> only an eight point five. Oh my god! You monster! You're you make baby Groot cry. It, it just it, it yeah, just now CJ. The more important question, top or bottom? Bottom half, because that booty dough. But no, and I and I understand why what people are saying, but it didn't bother me, and it was they did it so so well, <laughs> like and I just freaking loved it. And that puts it us good. at a nine point three for our average. I but, think that's one of our highest. And, that is, and I mean, though I do have to say the, the opening thing with the baby Groot and dancing, ELO is my favorite classic rock band. So that scene just, yeah. I was, I felt I it carried on for a little bit too long. No, shut your mouth. <laughs> God. Wow. <laughs> you keep your dirty mouth and your bad opinions to yourself for that. And it was glorious. <laughs> Can we just appreciate the fact that the first thing the big bad ravagers do when finding baby Groot is to play dress up with him? <laughs> yes! What do I do with the plant? Keep it. It's cute. <laughs> it's cute. You'll be our mascot. It's so adorable when he gets riled up. Uh, and, and just I'm watching him. I still want to know whose toe that was. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Keep the eyeball. Please. Yeah. No. no, that was good. Like I said, the stuff I mean that that the new stuff I loved, I loved, I loved, I loved. But yeah, man, baby Groot. Like that should have been dumb. It should have been so dumb, but it, it, it no, I it, like I said, it's uh, amazing. We kind of glossed over it. I hated his stupidity in this. 
hated the fact that he was stupid. Well, yeah. You, but you, he you wasn't stupid. stupid. He was a baby. He was played as stupid. No. He's CJ, look at your son. <laughs> he's basically like two years old. Come on. I don't. Aaron, go get the big red thing off the table. What? I don't care. I don't like that. And when I'm, I, I, it's too real. Too real. I don't watch movies for freaking realism. And realism being my okay. I'm sorry I'm... that your your uh, your uh, your living tree man was was too too real for you. Yes. He wasn't real enough. He was too real. Yes. <laughs> living tree <laughs> child, please. Uncanny you are contradicting yourself. Uncanny tree valley. Let, let, and for, let's just talk about Baby Groot being too real for a moment. When he started to cry when Ego was crushing in on him, that broke my goddamn heart. Yeah, that that was, yeah. Love you, Ego. Love you. And that, that was the, hey, he's evil, remember? This is how we're going to prove he's evil. It's because of baby. Yeah. He, wanted, he wants to kill everything in the galaxy. That isn't him. So wait, we're going to the galaxy. Do the wrap up for me here because I have to put I some stuff in the show notes because I'm the only one who does these I'm things. I'm doing something. Doing something important. While she's doing that, I'll just point out that I'm really happy that it passes the Bechdel Wallace test. Yay! The end. Yeah, yeah. more than one. Perfect. For those who don't know who what that is, it's more than one woman on screen at one time having a conversation not about men. <laughs> Yay, shut baby girl! You shut your mouth, CJ. I am Woo. mad at you. Eight point five, you monster! All right, well. Angry Groot. Angry Groot <laughs> is angry. Live Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, and Friday at 12 p.m. Australia time in the future space world. Just tune in at geek-io.net slash live or tune in alphageekradio.com. We're on channel one. You can watch us on diamondclub.tv and the Twitch channel, Geek.io show, and all, all of those different things. You can find us somewhere. It's easy. You can get a hold of us at geekioshow at gmail.com, twitter.com slash geekioshow, facebook.com slash geekioshow. You see the pattern there? You following the pattern? Geek Hotline, you can call us on the phone and leave a voicemail at 727-489-4335. That's 727-489-GEEK. And of course, head over to patreon.com slash geekio, and you can uh, support us there. Get in the Get in the Slack network with us. Tell us we're dumb. Tell CJ he's he needs to shut his dirty mouth about ELO and uh masterpiece. So so. Better than he will ever be. I mean, I'm not the hugest fan of ELO in general, so <laughs> oh, God. And that's how CJ lost the network. Yeah. I mean, all right. So no, you you make a joke, but Jazz and I agree on literally like ninety nine percent of everything. There's just a lot. And Wait, then there's like these times where we just are polar opposites of things. <laughs> Like Twin I, Peaks. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the worst show ever created. The greatest show ever created. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it's the greatest ever, but I do love Civil that. War. I do think it is the worst show ever created. <laughs> See, now we've got the dueling peaks. So we're, exactly. about, we're talking back Zelda to Neville again? Oh, uh, she was actually trying to make a Zelda joke, but... Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, 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 I caught that. that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your your fellow switch owners got the joke, so yes. Okay. So CJ, <laughs> yes. What what's going on next week? Uh, next week we actually uh, theoretically speaking, Jay Hammond C from Beyond the Playlist 
will be joining us for reals this time, yo. Uh, for real? You got pushed because Brian Brushwood. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. <laughs> Sorry, Evan. <laughs> he was he was real cool about it. He's like, yeah, he pushed me back for Brian Brushwood as well. So he was he was real cool about everything. Sorry, man. You're cool and all. I met you at Dragon Con. You're a cool yeah. guy. The panel. So you're, so you're saying we gave Hammond the brush off? Yes, exactly. Well played. So now it is time for the summer movie SmackDown update. I have my soundboard back this week. Hooray! All right. So Rose in first place for a while, you guys. But just remember, he spent a lot of money on this Guardians movie. He is at uh, almost six million from it. So good on you. Uh, I don't know Did if you? I don't know if that will be enough to carry you the rest of the the, the SmackDown though. Okay, Baywatch, Captain Underpants, and Rough Night. Yeah, again, I'm not sure if that's enough to carry you for the rest of. The <laughs> Rough Night might be a sleeper hit. You never know. I, I also think you're underselling the amount of people who are probably going to go see Captain Underpants for the novelty. I don't know if Guardians is going to be enough to carry the rest of the SmackDown guys. Well, and let's face it, he spent twenty-four dollars on Captain Underpants. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> One dollar for like, here's here's a thought for you for the emoji movie. I only spent fourteen dollars. For the emoji movie, she spent fourteen dollars. <laughs> That's why you hate yourself so much. I only spent fourteen dollars. Why do you hate yourself so much? For the house, I spent twelve. Yeah, well, why know. do you hate yourself so much? Hey, Patrick Stewart's playing the poop emoji. So, who knows? On anything. Sir I, Patrick I, Stewart. I love the fact that Patrick Stewart is playing the poop emoji, though. I will give. I'll, I'll give it that. Sir. Patrick. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sorry. Stewart. Is playing. What the, what the hell? How is it that the circle barely made me a million dollers? Because that movie shut down. You spent like nothing on it. It's the founder all over again. It really is. Like this is not the it's season. It's that that's like a Digimon. It's not exactly Rachel. It's not that. It's not the season for uh, sleeper um, Oscar bait movies, which this kind of would have done better. Probably released in like mid-December when Oscar movies were trying to be released. But it got released the week before Guardians of the Galaxy came out. And then and you yeah. spent 14 fucking dollars on it. You and think, got like 12% um, on R- RT. 17. Coming oh, up bumped next up to 17. Week, for well, no, 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 not next week. Coming up this weekend is Snatched and King Arthur Legend of the Sword. I'm actually, uh, I really want to see King Arthur. Like, bring, seeing a freaking Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie, I am so stoked to see that movie. Whoo, man. King Arthur, 23%. Yeah. So here's a Snatched. thought for you. Snatched I do not have another movie until the last week of June. Yeah. Ra- Rachel's going to be plumbing real quick on this. Um, and not, you know, I'm going to be sitting in, in, like, last place for a while. I mean, my first movie's Wonder Woman. So that was going to make or break mine as well, Raul. Okay. So don't feel too bad. I think King Arthur's going to get big just because of uh, Charlie Hunan. I mean, I really, I, I actually Women like, love him. They all love him. Aside, I really yeah, want to like I love, I love Guy Ritchie movies, and I really want to go see King Arthur. 
Um, yeah, Dale's got a couple of possible sleeper movies coming up here with King Arthur and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my first movie is not until freaking June with Wonder Woman. So I'm I'm out of this. I'm just in snarky uh, poop flinging mode until that comes up, and then you know, depending on how well that does, then uh, yeah, yeah, because you don't have you've got June second, June 9th. And then yeah. yeah, I got uh, I got the mummy for ten dollars, which I still think is going to be a huge money maker for ten dollars. And then I don't have anything yeah. until June thirtieth. For ten dollars, I think the mummy is going to make a ton of money for me. <laughs> but uh, it's it's going to make some money, especially for ten dollars. <laughs> I think Josh is really excited to see this movie. <laughs> No. Sounds like it. No, I'm not. Next <laughs> review, The Mummy. I mean, oh, wait, wait. if it was Brendan Fraser again. Tom Cruise in it? Yes, this is yep. Tom Cruise rebooting The Mummy. Why? Because Scientology, y'all. Tom Why? Cruise needs a paycheck. And University because they won't let him redo Risky Business. Classic monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Also, yeah, or like they need to. Okay, uh, now I'm actually going to watch Universal, the trailer. Hold up. Universal needs to uh, keep its uh, keep its uh, licensing for classic monsters. So there's like uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Dracula Untold, uh, some Frankenstein movie. Can, can we get a Frankenstein movie with the Frankenstein from like Van Helsing? I mean, I Frankenstein was a good movie, like a good bad movie. Correction. Don't get me wrong. Not good, like real good, but good bad movie. <laughs> Just a fun one. It was. It was real fun. Like it was. It was a lot of fun. Deliciously like campy. Yes, it was. It was very much so deliciously campy. Uh, kind of like the last Van Helsing movie. So I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, you don't watch those for good movies. You watch those because they are schlock. I will say. I will say probably my favorite thing to come out of the Van Helsing movies is the outtake with Dracula announcing uh, Van Helsing to the crowded vampire ball thing that was going on except in the actual outtake it's just him in an empty hall and he's like ladies and gentlemen i give you van halen (laughs) yes that joke makes my heart happy yeah where's the van halen in guardians come on The first one was what, 70s, 80s? Or all 80s? All 80s. It's dipped into the 70s and 60s. To be fair, though, he's got that Zune now. The possibilities yeah, yeah. are oh, does almost endless. Over 300 songs. <laughs> so that, does that mean that he's going to, is he going to go chasing waterfalls? He might. I hope not. God, God, I what hope not. the? I couldn't find anything. <laughs> Series <laughs> <laughs> chasing waterfalls. All right, Raul. What was ha- what happened this week on the Geek IO show? Now that I'm done typing this information in. Yeah, you liked how oh. we killed time though, didn't you? You're welcome. Yeah, I appreciate it greatly. <laughs> filibuster, filibuster, filibuster. <laughs> oh, this week on the Geek IO show. Um why the hell did this close? <laughs> okay. All right. Right here. Did you hit Control W on the tab. 
Small screen spoiler show is off this week because of illness. Uh. How it stacks the real Ghostbusters. Gamer Geeks talks death of the nest, pro Genjis, switch numbers, sexy Attila, the Hun. What? Attila Hun? Oh, oh yeah, I remember now. And of course, <laughs> Persona. Always, always Persona. Persona. Yeah. Gamer Geeks the last few weeks has become uh, pers- the Persona cast and also Weeb Geeks, as we started calling it, because we start getting on random anime tangents. <laughs> oh, I've got one random anime tangent right here. Wrong show! Save no, that no, for no, Sunday. No. no, no. Have you ever seen Ghost Stories? I have not. <laughs> yeah. It's an official dub because... Um, oh, that event. one that the company's just like, you know what, fuck it, just do whatever you want to with it. The guy's like, yes. hey, watch out for that. He's running really fast. There must be a black guy after him or something like that, right? Yes. Wow. I haven't seen it, haven't seen it but I've seen the, the memes on it on Facebook and Reddit, so yeah. It, they six, and it was amazing. Zero Fs. They seriously give zero Fs. I'm not joking. That's one of the lines. Like, hey, he's running super fast. There must be a black guy after him. Wow. Yes. Yeah. But they That's don't racist. stop. They don't stop giving up until like maybe episode three or four. I think. Oh, they actually get kind of serious at three or four. Well, no, 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 no. They they like keep it like a good. They try. Oh. They're, they're trying the first few episodes, and then they just like, okay, we're just gonna do whatever now. Yeah, like, the story behind I was making some... jokes about it that they were already saying them in the next sentence. It, it was it, it, it's uh, the story of it is basically like the company in Japan went under, and like somebody, like a person, I think it was, bought the dub rights for it in America for pennies on the dollar, and just started putting whatever the hell they wanted to into it. Oh, internet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not it's, joking with that. It's like some, I think it was just some dude bought it for like 50 cents and just started writing wow. whatever the hell he wanted to with it. It's an official abridged series. Yeah. It, ba- yeah. Basically. basically, the official dub is the abridged version of it. <laughs> yeah. The abridged so version means- would probably be the actual. Yeah. yeah so, so basically, <laughs> Team Four Star has to take it and make something serious out of it. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> This is a fan fa- this is a fan made parody. The parody just means that it's really real. It's <laughs> actual ghost stories. All right. So uh that be our show, you guys. We do have some show titles though. Who wants to read them? I think one of the new people should read it. Uh Carrie. Sure. So we've got butt kicker seats. Zoom in space. Thor the Lost World, for a Guardians of the Galaxy episode, of course. Big Head Little Arms. There's a Lizard in Our House, featuring Jeff the Lizard. Technicolor Fire. That Intimate Interdimensional Slugdo. Dairy Queen Splash Town Hall. Bautistic Stummy. That's authentic. Hate, Loathe, and Detest Howard the Duck. Drax. Expletive Trash Panda Made Me Cry. I Could Sleep on Those Boobs, too. How many times can we say penis? Gamora's Big Guns, The Sappiest Marvel Movie, Pretty Nipples, and Persona Cast and Weeb Geeks. 
All right, folks. Uh, we will see you guys right back here next week. Bye. Later. Bye. 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 Oh, wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Kaio Media Network Production. Copyright 2017. Perfect. You should maybe move those a little farther apart just to be safe. <laughs>